0: So the Lord woke me up earlier today, and um, I just read the Bible, made a few posts on Facebook, and went back to sleep. But in this last dream, um I don't know what was going on, it seemed like some type of parade or party, and um, actually, I think at the first part of the dream, I was at the church with, um, Pastor Sandy from the Soldiers for Christ YouTube channel. And, um, we were just about to have service and stuff like that. And we did have service or whatever. And, um, initially when I had seen him, like the dream was weird. It started off really weird. Um, he had hair and I had like longer hair. And I was like, I need to get this hair cut because the hair is too long. And, um, I went in like the back room and then my stepmother, my dad's, uh, baby mom, I guess she, she, uh, was the mother of my stepbrothers, Gino and Nikolai. Um, she said she would cut my hair or whatever. And she was just being really nice, which, uh, was different than how, um, uh, her relationship was in real life. Cause, uh, wasn't really always on the best terms. Actually never really was, but, um, I did forgive her cause she had wrote me a letter a long time ago. But obviously at the end of the day, I just want everybody to find Christ and find, you know, Jesus and get in the word and become a new creation to be what Jesus, you know, ha- had envisioned for them to be. Uh, but you can't force nobody to do that, you know. And, uh, I, I do preach the gospel to a lot of people and I'm sure they hate it. Um, when I force myself to go through listening to the word all day, every day, uh, the demons in me hated it as well. So I understand that, but no one said it would be easy. You know, we were indoctrinated into this satanic environment, you know, Satan is the prince of this world. So it's understandable that it's, uh, uncomfortable, uh, learning something new, but it is, Jesus is pure, and it, it is righteous, you know, and holy, and uh, deep down, I think that's what we all really want, so anyways, long story short, um, all right, technical difficulties, I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus on this device, and Ask to be delivered of evil, and just ask for all demonic interference to be sent to the abyss. Bind them and send them to the abyss in Jesus' name, Amen. So I am getting more powerful as I am each day goes forward, and I am not sinning. Yep more demonic interference i rebuke all demonic interference in the name of jesus amen so let's go again but yeah i mean the less you sin, the more uh of the anointing you receive the more powerful you get in jesus name and uh you have to really stay away from fornication because fornication really uh will make you extremely weak so um the demons know this so that's why um uh sexual sins are so strong and, and prevalent right now since we're in the the end times. But let me just continue with this dream cuz I I did kind of ask uh you know when after I woke up read the Bible I'm like man this is too early for me I'm not I if I wake up that early which I wake up. God wakes me up that early every day and, um, it's cool, I, I like having that time set set aside to get in the Word and get close with him, uh, but then I'll go back to sleep, you know, because I do have long, long days ahead of me, you know, I, I work for, like, 10 to 12 hours a day, so I do need my, um, I do need my sleep, you know, but, um, anyways, um, So, that was going on, and then, (sighs) I remember some people that was in the church were saying some things to me, or whatever, and I'm like, well, they're in the church, they gotta be good people, and I'm like, but I don't think these people know that I actually don't live in California, because Pastor Sandy, when we were talking, um i don't know like he was showing me stuff in the bible and he was cussing a lot and i'm like okay i mean you know i've respected him because i know we come up in the industry this is a dream by the way you know so i'm not trying to like tear down anybody's character i'm just describing what went on in my dream and you know dreams are crazy anyway and um but I just loved him because we were just talking about the Bible and he had the Bible that had like pictures in it. And I'm like, Oh, I want to get me a picture Bible. And, um, he was just like, man, this is fascinating. But I would every now and then I would hear him stumble, you know, and say, say, you know, cuss here and there. And I, I thought it was, was funny because I have the same problem, you know, but I'm, I'm really pretty good on it. But, uh, you know, every time, every now and then, you know, it slips out that's kind of what happened he was like oh great you're here we're about to start service and i'm like oh man <laughs> i like i just want to i like i want to go back home and watch the service on youtube like i don't want to actually be here and be on camera but he never has the camera on anybody but him so it's 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 all good unless i think uh pastor ben is like baptizing people or something like that i don't know but anyway um so after that like i remember i was like wandering around looking for like a barber shop in the neighborhood and i'm like man this is this compton like <laughs> i was like i don't know where i'm at and i'm like but it kind of looked like my neighborhood too you know like it was a little bit run, run down or whatever. But then I've also heard from people from Cali who said Compton wasn't actually a bad area. So I don't know. Or that they had some nice areas in Compton. I don't know. But long story short, um, so I remember that that was part of the dream. I'm not really sure exactly what order that was in. But... um, At some point I stumbled, I was like coming up, it felt like I was in downtown Columbus and it felt like it was that Latino festival that me and a friend of mine, Benito King Gino used to go to, who's a Latin King. And I remember um, even before Ozzy had died, they were trying to get me into the Latin Kings. and. Honestly, it's like an honor, you know, to be invited, to be a part of an organization. At least that's how I looked at it. And uh, Gino was always trying to do that for me uh, since I've known him. I know him like 20 years now. Uh, I actually met him at a Buster Douglas. Uh, of, well, Buster Douglas's son was fighting. And Pep was the DJ at this event. And Pep came with. Uh, DJ Mixmaster Pep. He used to have the Platinum Entertainment production mix CDs. PEP, like Pep for his name too. And um, I used to do a lot for him, you know, trying to call Mama Pop shops and would go sell the CDs. I just did a lot of stuff for him that he never did for me, but it's cool. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, now it's too late because we grown, you know what I'm saying? So the time that he could have really helped me out and helped launch my career as a rapper, he, uh, he didn't do any, anything for me. You know, I used to beg him to get on his CDs, let me rap on a CD. Nothing, man. He just, he was just cold and heartless towards me. I mean, it's my life story. So I'm not like trying to play the victim role. I'm used to it now. Now I just kind of laugh about it because I know it's demonic, you know, people trying to stop my shine, but, um, you can't stop nothing. You know, God has, has um, full control over my destiny and, um, I'm going to just keep my eyes on Jesus and I think everything will work out and everything is judged and everything. So even if these people do become Christians, um, there, God keeps score, you know, so everything that was taken from the enemy and everything that was done bad um, to you, God will restore that. And uh, I don't know if there's a ranking system in heaven, but I'm pretty sure that if you're building up your mansion down here by spreading the gospel and being obedient and doing the will of the Father, that, um, that will take some type of precedence over those who don't do that in heaven, you know? So I do think there, there is some type of, um, um, I know there's rewards in heaven. So, um, you know, if you're not doing the Father's will down here, and uh, then, um, uh, you probably won't get rewarded for it if you're not doing it, you know? I mean, that's what I'm assuming not that I care because there's not going to be any boasting or any of that in heaven. I think everybody's just going to be happy that they don't got to deal with Satan and his demons and fallen angels no more. I think that's just going to be the real joy because I know me personally, I'm just happy if I could make it in the front gates. Oh yeah. I remember I was telling Sandy about that pastor Sandy in a dream. Like yeah, pastor Sandy, um, um, I've been to heaven twice, and I've been to the hell twice. And I told him, he kind of looked at me kind of weird. And I was like, well, first time I went to heaven, they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> I was like, I was just outside the front gates. But people were still, there were some people there, and they were very excited to see me. And that made me feel good. I I didn't recognize any of them. But they recognized me and that just made me feel really good. Like, wow, I know somebody up here (laughs) because I mean, with the life I live, you wouldn't think I know anybody up there, you know. And then the second time I was allowed in, but I was literally like in there by the skin of my teeth and I didn't have like a house or anything like I was just allowed in like the front gate and i was only there for like a couple minutes and then i had to go so that's that kind of lit a fire under me to really really um build a relationship with the lord and get into the word and take this serious and i can finally say like within this past you know really couple of days it's just it's intensified a lot you know so i know even if I do make it to heaven. I'm still making it in there by the skin of my teeth. And that's probably um what those two visitations to heaven were telling me. Because, I mean, God knows the future and the past. And honestly, I've been getting a lot of left behind dreams. So in my mind, I was pretty certain that I'm not going to make it, that I wouldn't make the rapture and that I'd get left behind. And then I keep telling myself, like, well, God wouldn't show me those left me being left behind if I'm not going to be left behind. So, and, uh, the way this dream turned out, it was pretty scary too. Cause the thing is, even if you're not acting on it, if you're still having thoughts and you're still thinking that way, it's the same thing. It really is because there's people out there all the time that's preaching the word or doing everything. Buy a book, but their heart and mind are not into it, and they don't make it to heaven. Um, I'll play some some of those videos so you guys know what I'm talking about. But um, I'm gonna start putting more of those videos on here. The penny on the and Gandhi, YouTube videos. I think people send him their testimonies of heaven and hell, and um, he just um uh, lets like the the reader read it not like a a real person but you know they got the robot voice that reads it so he does that and then he posts the video i just did one actually the episode before this was one of his it's called i saw the antichrist so if you pull that up but also i'm noticing when i do these podcasts that i'll start talking about something and then i'll get distracted and i'll never finish talking about what i was talking about and uh, so let me finish this dream and I'll see if I can finish up some of the things I forgot to mention, finish up talking about. But yeah, in this dream, I was coming up like out of, like I was walking up like a hill into, it felt like I was coming into the Latino festival. And as soon as I walked up in there, um, I seen a lot of Latin kings. And usually that's a good feeling because. <sighs> They're, they're very accepting. They were very accepting of me because I was always with Gino, and Gino is a Latin king. And so, um, uh, and I actually got to speak to King Tone on the phone. Ant- Antonio Fernandez, he had like an HBO special about him. And, um, uh, right before he turned himself in, um, uh, he's a Latin king or whatever. But uh when I spoke to him he was actually pretty nasty towards me and um you know he was like trying to um put me down a little bit and it was like, a little bit disrespectful I ended up adding him on Facebook and it was still like a kind of like a disconnect there um but when I was around a lot of Latin Kings and I told them that I that uh, I had him on Facebook and then I hit him up he was he was kind of being cool but it just seemed like he was kind of playing the role a little bit so I don't know but all I could do is pray because like I said I met a lot of people in my life and actually I can't really <laughs> I can't really tell you too many people who were nice to me here you know um it would it would just have to be like random strangers that were that really showed a lot of kindness to me but for the most part I can't I can't really I can't think of anybody that showed me a lot of kindness, like, as far as really anybody. Sorry. It's just the way this world is, you know? But, um, anyway, um, uh, so I seen Callie. He was like with his son, I guess. And Callie was, Callie did something. Like, he had said, Something to me, something about his son came at me in a, in a negative way, which I don't even know his son really at all. I've never even met him. I don't think I wasn't cool. I wasn't close with Callie like that. My friend Josiah was, and, um, like the whole thing with busy bone seven sign, man. A lot of those people were pretty nasty to me as well. You know, um. Actually, all of them were nasty to me at one point or another. You know, every one of them really was. Um, the one person I could say that probably really wasn't that way too much was, um, was crazy and rude. And, uh, crazy, you know, he had a lot of issues, but he came to the Lord recently. So he's, he's changed a lot. But he still has a lot of the negative residual energy attached to him. And, um, I don't know. I don't know what's, what's going on with him. I could only imagine. Cause I mean, my, you know, when you, when you listen to demons your whole life, you think when you get saved, <laughs> that everything's going to be okay. But it actually gets worse when you get saved because now the demons know and Satan knows that you're saved. So they're going to try to do everything they can. It's almost like, say you only had like 10 demons before you got saved now you got 20 you know it's like they double up on you and uh, it makes the fight harder but really what it does it, it pushes you the Christ closer. So there is a method to the madness, you know, a reason for all of that. I didn't understand it at first. Like I would be always yelling at God, like, God, I'm trying to do this. Why why are you making it more difficult for me? And you know, you never get answers, you know, you just kind of like figure it out. And how you figure it out is you just get into the word. Like, that's the whole point. That's why I think God's being quiet. Cause it's like, you're looking for answers and you don't feel like he's, dealing with you directly, but you got to think, man, he's pure, he's like pure holiness and pure righteousness, like, he, it, you know, when Jesus was on the cross and he was like, God, God, why have you forsaken me, it's because God is pure righteousness, you know, when Jesus took on the sin of the world, <laughs> it, it, that's what it felt like, it felt like God turned his back on him, but God just can't be around any of that, you know what I mean, He's too pure and holy to to be around sin and, and evilness and darkness. So um, that's what Jesus was experiencing on the cross. He felt like God forsake him, that he abandoned him. But he really didn't. He just, in that moment, you know, it was like, eh, all that sin, you know. But um, God had a greater plan, you know. And obviously Jesus was resurrected in his new body. And, um, yeah, it ends happily ever after. But, um, so yeah, I don't know what was going on, but it felt like it seemed like in the dream, it seemed like Callie was telling these dudes to, um, attack me, to jump me or something, right? And so they were trying to surround me, and I was just talking to them, like, 'cause.' <laughs> A lot of times you don't know that you're in a dream. You think it's real. <clears throat> and I'm like, yo, why y'all tripping? Like, like my homie's a, a Latin king. Like, I rock with y'all. Like, you know, I respect that y'all are Latinos and that you guys have an organization established where Latinos and, you know, Hispanics can feel united and. You know, and I think King Tone now, he's actually trying to do more positive things for the community with that organization, which is what you should have done. You know, um, if you are going to unite um, races, whether they're Latino, Hispanic or whatever, you know, it should be for positive reasons and not for negative reasons, you know. But. um, Callie has said something to motion. You know, and um it seemed like his son actually did this, you know, like he had his son do something, you know, like he had a son trying to come after me or something. And his son had said something to them or whatever. And then they were like, oh, we like your watch. I guess I had a watch on it. And then they were like, we want your cell phone. And I'm just like, yo, what's going on here? This is taking a turn for the worse, you know. But honestly, I'm never really scared. Like I just. Don't really have. Like a fear in my heart like that. Except for the Lord. Obviously. But um. So. I'll try to get away from these dudes. Cause. I see where it's going. So I'm just like man. Y'all bugging. I'm out you know. But when I start walking away. I know they're following me. And then in front of me a whole another huge, bigger group of Latin kings come out. And now I'm completely surrounded. There's no way out, you know. And they're getting closer, coming around me closer or whatever. And oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, um, they started attacking Cali. Cali started getting attacked by these guys, you know what I mean? So I don't know, like he tried to tell them something about me. And then I was telling them like Nah, I'm cool with y'all. So then they started attacking him, and that's when I was like, Y'all bugging buck, y'all bugging, I'm out. And then they said like Hold up, wait, wait, you ain't going nowhere either. You know what I mean? So then that's when all the other dudes came out to try to attack me. And then I think somebody tripped me and I fell on my back. And then they were like on these bleachers or like they were st- they were like leveled up. You know what I mean? Like there's people on the ground standing over me and then there's like people standing on like a hill beside them so it looked like you could just see like a whole bunch of them you know and um there was like levels you know like level one level two level three but they were definitely sitting on like a hill or some steps or something around me to where they were all able to be around me like that and at this point i was like oh y'all chirping like you know it's all love I'm Latino like I don't know you know y'all shouldn't be focused on me and they're like nah nah we're we gonna F you up we're gonna we're gonna take your life we're gonna kill you and there was this one dude he actually looked at like white but you know some Latino, like me I look white or whatever so he can't really say nothing about that but he was like nah man I'm go- I'm gonna kill you myself like they were fighting over They were arguing over who was going to start killing me first. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking in my head, like, um, there's no way to get away from this. Like, you know, I'm about to die. But then I remember I can't get away from this, you know, because I could just disappear like that because um, I realized this is a dream this isn't real like that thought had came to me and um and the one dude right before he was about to start attacking me i seen that his pupils were reptilian so i knew that he was demonically possessed and they had already was pretty much devoured cali you know what i'm saying i think they end up getting going after his son too and then now they were trying to come after me i think it was because they wasted I don't know what was going on, but they were just all demonic, you know. And gangs are demonic for sure. And gangs were established by Satan somewhere along the lines, you know, Freemasons or whatever. Like the Digger, you deep, you realize all this negativity, all this evil does come from Satan. So, uh, so yeah, I disappeared by waking up, and now I'm I'm recording it. And logging it in my dream journal, my online dream journal, or whatever this is. But yeah, I logged my dreams on here. And, uh, but the significance was I didn't see Callie in a good place, you know. And I remember two people who died that I did see them in heaven. One was Capo and one was Rue. I remember seeing both of them in heaven. I mean, what I'm saying is I remember seeing them in golden bodies, which to me meant heaven. And I seen him in a peaceful place. Uh, I seen Capo with the angel, you know, and he was still very negative. Like he didn't like me and he was very vocal about not wanting to meet me or see me. But the angel brought him to me and he was still complaining and then the angel took him away. So. I don't know if that what that means. I don't know if he's going to like a training camp to try to, you know, get reprogrammed to what he should have been thinking or um, if they were taking him away for judgment. I don't know. Um, but with Rue, um, Rue was actually also angry when I seen Rue in the dream. But it was me and Josiah. We were in like a canoe kind of like those boats that they have in Italy. And we were like in a boat. And um I don't know if me and Joe were paddling or if there was a guy in there paddling for us. I just know that the boat was moving and Bru was standing up and he was so mad about what happened to him. And he was mad about how the police. Um beat him to death because he, he died by, by police. He, the police, they beat him to death. You know? And, um, and when I saw Chad, I think I did see Chad and, and Golden. I think Chad was Golden too. But I know Chad was in a sleep state because I've seen Chad a couple times and he tried to pick me up in, the some really old school car and, and they said when you die, you're asleep, you know, so I don't know, man. I can only pray that everybody I've met here, um, will go to heaven. So, uh, I don't think you could pray for the dead. Cause when I worked in the funeral homes, a pastor tried to tell me that I couldn't, that it, that once they're dead, um, you know, they're in a sleep state waiting for judgment and, uh, their life is over. So. They, you know, whatever they did up until that point, um, they will be judged up until the point that they died and there's nothing that can be done for them. But um, I don't, you know, I'm always willing to uh, go the extra mile for my friends, for everybody, really. So, dear Lord, I come to you today in Jesus mighty name. And I just ask that everybody that I've known here, including my father. Um everybody who didn't know you here didn't take take the time to get to know you and um really take this life seriously, I just ask that there's a lot of grace and forgiveness for them. Um because it was very difficult for me to figure all of this stuff out. And um, you know, it's just a really it's a really tough battle down here, Lord, and we are very, very um deceived and disillusioned here. And I just pray that you take that into account, um, when judging these souls. And, you know, I I would, I would like for them to not be judged. And I would just like for them to be accepted and to just be welcome into heaven and for them to never, ever, 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 ever have to experience hell Lord. Um, it's a horrible experience And, um, I don't wish that upon anybody, Lord, nobody. And I just ask that, um, yes, Lord, I just ask that you receive, um, Chad Wolford, um, Adrian Parlett, uh, Bilal Muhammad and, um, my father Raphael Rueda de Leon in the heaven, Lord, please, you know, um, I am being obedient to you as best that I can down here. I am keeping short accounts with you, Lord. And um, I just hope that you could take at least um, that into consideration that um, I am uh, an obedient follower of you, Lord, and I am doing what you ask of me. And even if these souls um, were not doing that, at the time that they had died and when they had died and if they did die in their sin, Lord, uh, please, in Jesus mighty name, Lord, please, please, please do not let these souls go to hell. Amen and amen. So, yeah. um Oh, man, I don't want nobody to go to hell. This life, man, this life is draining. It takes so much out of you the spiritual warfare the, just the constant attacks from the enemy man it's overwhelming so yeah um last night around um i don't know two three a.m the helicopters were harassing me they were um, flying very low to my ha- apartment so much so that i can feel um And hear just the loud, turbulent winds just slamming against my apartment. And they did this more than they've ever done it. And I know they're doing it now like that because I'm getting stronger in the Lord. And um, I'm I'm not wavering from being obedient. Usually, I've broke down by now in some type of way. Like I would break down and uh, masturbate. Watch porn. I would break down and smoke weed. Or go buy some weed. Or go drink some alcohol somewhere. Or buy some coke. Um, I haven't done any of those things. And um, so I feel like the Lord is building me up. And that my prayers are more effective. And I've been praying against all of the witches and the warlocks in this area. And been sending um, ang- armies of angels to attack them. And I'm praying a lot. And I know it's working. So obviously, um, you got to think Homeland Security, you know, that's ran by Satan's people. The CIA is under the control of Satan. All of the police that work for Satan, you know, uh, whether the individual police officers are aware of it or not, um, just by them following protocol and, um, uh, doing as they're told, they, they are, um, following man's law and not god's law so and that's not all of them some of them are christians you know but a lot of them are freemasons too a lot of them are freemason christians which that's scary because um there's deception there so um yeah so yesterday i I did a uh podcast about it was on about tuesday which tuesday was uh, a day to give to people. And, um, I, I fed these guys, these homeless dudes at subway, but, um, when they left, I heard them threatening, um, the people at subway and they said that they would cut their throat open. And I was just shocked. Like, I mean, I wasn't too shocked because I have discernment. So even when they were asking me to buy them some food, I still felt like a very strong sense of negativity from them, and I felt like they were being dishonest, and you know, you know, just being mischievous and and evil. Like you could just read that on them, regardless. But you know, um, if somebody asks, you know, I'm a Christian, and if I can do it, I'm going to do it. You know, I'm called to 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 live like Jesus lived, and I will try my hardest to live the way Jesus lived. But, um, you know, I get it, you know, because, um, I was even listening to this radio station yesterday and the guy on a radio station said that, um, his two year old daughter, oh, crawled in the bed at her five year old daughter. And he was listening to him on the baby monitor and the two year old would punch like the five-year-old in the face and then like a couple seconds later be like I'm sorry I love you and started giving her kisses I think she said her name was London and then a couple minutes later punch her again and then apologize and kiss her so I just think like that's we're living under the curse you know we have good and evil in us And thankfully, God sees the good in us and he wants us to try to to be more good than evil. And we get credit for that, you know, so it's easier to do it now before the rapture than after the rapture. And um, I'm not really here to debate with anybody. That's why I'm doing a podcast, not like a live Q&A or anything like that. Like, I feel like if you really want to know the truth, just get into the Bible and it's really up to you to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. But I know a lot of people who are not taking this serious at all. They don't care. Um Even the new Christians, like, you know. I feel like they're still leaning more towards quotes and sayings by regular people instead of actually going to the Bible and quoting scripture. And um, that's really what we need to do. We. Don't, the path is the Bible. Okay. So when it says the straight and narrow path, it's the Bible. Just stay in the Bible. Just stay in the Bible. And I get it. Like at first it's, it's it, you're not receiving it because it's, you don't have the Holy Spirit, you know, like even if you say the prayer and the Holy Spirit is there, you got to build it up. You got to make your temple comfortable for the Holy Spirit to be in the temple, you know. Also, another thing I was saying, I found something. Um, where if Jesus said the Holy Spirit was a female. He said, I think he referred to her as a she. And if that's the case, man, wow, that makes so much sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it would, it would basically be like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it would be like the Father and the Holy Spirit is like male and female, right? And then Jesus. So yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. But remember the Holy Spirit, I don't feel like, was available to us until after Jesus had died. That's why he had to say, I have to go so I can send send you a helper, you know. So, yeah, just stay in the Bible. It's such a beautiful book. And there's so much, there's so much in there, you know. And uh, I don't know. I just love God and I love that Jesus saved me and that he's patient enough to work with me because I'm really stubborn and hardheaded and I got a short temper and, um, a nasty, nasty mouth. Uh, my whole life, I just had a vile mouth. So I just asked the Lord to help sanctify my speech. And, um, I'm just a lot more quiet now and I try not to, uh, react impulsively and just i just know that you know i'm i need to do better i want to do better i want to perfect myself as much as i'm able to with the help of jesus and just you know i'm gonna just keep pushing and just keep trying to fix myself correct myself with uh with the help of of the father the son and the holy spirit so, um, uh, I don't know. I don't know if this helps anybody. I have no idea who, who's listening. They don't tell us that could be somebody I know, could be somebody I don't know. Um, and if it is somebody I do know, they haven't let me know. So, <laughs> uh, it really doesn't matter. You know, just as long as that the seeds are being planted and people are trying to live for Christ. Um, that's all that matters. So. I hope we fly soon. I hope I see you in the air, and that uh, we're at the banquet feast. Cause I I think it's gonna be like a seven year feast. I'm pretty sure. Which that time's gonna fly by like really quick in heaven. All right, love y'all. Peace.